BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Taking a little break from solo episodes this week to bring you an interview I did with Nikita Ren Thigpen, LCSW. A lot of you ask me how I balance it all, and the truth is always I can't. Depending on the day, one thing is always heavier than the other, either work, motherhood, being a wife, being my own self, etc., etc., I was so excited to get the chance to talk to Nikita about balance. She broke barriers and glass ceilings nearly 10 years ago when she architected her professional skill set as a psychotherapist, trauma specialist, sexology and relationship expert with strategically infused tenets of breakthrough success coaching to raise the bar and create ripples inside the personal development industry. Now regarded as the number one balance and relationship advisor in the world, Nikita has become the go-to for fast-scaling married women entrepreneurs and power couples seeking to balance love and success without dimming or apologizing for their spirited ambition. As creator of The Breakthrough Paradigm, The Joy Matt Method, international best-selling author of the book Selfish, transformative empowerment speaker and CEO of Thig Pro Balance and Relationship Management Institute, Nikita and her team set out every day to inspire, equip, and empower her client partners to amplify intimacy 360 degrees across all key relationships so they can create joy and achieve. We had such an amazing conversation about keeping things fresh in our relationship, whether you work with your partner or not, how to balance work life when you do work with your partner, how to really take the word selfish and reframe it and take the stigma behind it away from it. So such valuable conversations and I really hope you all enjoy it. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am magical. I shall not complain. How about you, gorgeous? Oh my gosh. What a bright energy you have. I'm doing well, actually. I'm so excited to chat with you. Same. I really am. I read about you and I was like, I have to talk to her. She sounds so interesting. I feel like we should just get started by you telling me and telling everybody just 
who you are and how you got to be doing what you're doing now and just the interesting work that you're doing. Yeah. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and trauma specialist by professional trade for the last 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. My company that my husband and I opened is a global personal development company for power couples striving to live fully. We started that 10 years ago. We just celebrated our 10 year anniversary just literally a few weeks ago. Celebrations were interesting considering we're still in the midst of unsolicited disruptive gifts called COVID-19, right? Mm -hmm, Because there's mm -hmm. gift in it as much as there is pain. That's true. A lot of the work that I do with the power couples that we serve so seriously is really built off of the premise of my background as a trauma specialist and all the relationship and sexology juicy things that go into that. But the deeper work that we're doing to help them recalibrate their new power dynamic as a couple that's not dependent on each other and is choosing to move from a space of needing each other to wanting each other and amplifying their intimacy is, it's a gift. Mm -hmm. It's really, Mm -hmm. it's not a gift to them. It's a gift to me to Mm -hmm. be able to work in my super selfish superpower because I, (laughs) I stand for selfish behavior when it's intentional. It fills you and fuels you and allows you to give from a space of joy instead of Mm -hmm. resentment, right? Like Mm -hmm. we all show Mm -hmm. up to the baby showers, the bridal parties, the divorce parties. We do all the things because we feel obligated and we're already running on E, Mm -hmm. but I would rather you choose where you want to be. So you have something left, not only for you, but for your lover. So you can not feel exhausted and start projecting on him or her because you've overextended yourself. And a lot of that is belief system. So I pull in my clinical tools, my coaching tools, human behavior strategy tools. Like I'm a secret shaman. Like I pull all of it out (laughs) to really help them. Yeah. So it's just interesting because I feel like the word selfish really has gotten stigmatized Yes, and people don't want to say that about themselves or even think of themselves in that light. So can you shed a little bit of light of how we can destigmatize that Mm -hmm. and like actually act on being selfish and not feeling guilty about it? Because that's something we've talked about a lot on here. And I just feel like it's, it's, it's just so hard to release the guilt on it. And as many tools as we can get from experts like you is just so beneficial. Yeah, honestly, Whitney, a a lot of this was a part of my own journey as well. Um, When I released my memoir, which like no coincidence is called Selfish, Mm -hmm, Permission mm -hmm. to Pause, Live, Love and Laugh Your Way to Joy. It was because I had also bought into that definition that was put there in the Webster's Dictionary, which fun uh, joke, my mating name is Webster, but I promise I'm not part of the people who created (laughs) the dictionary. Um, But I have bought into it too, right? And and women, we do it to ourselves more than the opposite gender. Like we will not want to be betrayed as selfish, but we'll look at another mom. We'll look at another woman who's doing something, who's choosing to beast out in her business or her career for creating legacy for her family and say, oh, Mm -hmm. you missed too many soccer uh, practices. She's a Mm -hmm. selfish mother. Like she's not Mm -hmm. a a good mother. And we do Mm -hmm. it a little to the men as well, but we really damage ourselves. So I give people a little history lesson to help you break free from that guilt. That word selfish was put in the dictionary in the early 1600s by a white male who was in a religious position, some say Pentecostal, some say Catholic, it really depends on whether you're reading the Greek or the Hebrew. 
Mm-hmm. This isn't a, a linguistic lesson, but it got there because women of the 1600s, as you probably remember from your history classes, to be able to do anything different, you had to go to your priests, whoever was your religious authority, to get permission from the way they interpreted the Bible before you were able to do something. And the women were going to this priest to say, I want the right to say no to my Mm -hmm. husband when he's coming at me. And I say that very sincerely, coming at me for sex and I don't want to be bothered. So the turnaround was, if you do not do your wifely duty when your husband wants to, with the two exceptions of pushing out a child out of your vagina, Mm -hmm. or if you were on your monthly rag, because you know that was the old, unfortunate, misogynistic way of looking at a very healthy cleansing menstruation period. Mm-hmm. If those two things were not happening, you had no right to say no. Therefore, mm-hmm. you were being selfish. And we are now embodying that, that word 400 plus years later right. as part of our definition of you better not be selfish. And we, most women would say, oh, I don't agree with, you know, the, the priest saying that women can't say no, you should have a right, whether you have a headache or not to say no, but we still buy into it because we're holding it as armor and weapons for other people. Right. So I've redefined it. It's a personal, intimate gift to create your joy. That's all it is. When you give yourself the permission to be intentionally selfish, you're not doing it because you want to be egocentric or narcissistic and say you're better than other people. I don't have time for you. You're saying, listen, or that you don't love the person or that I don't love you. Right. A thousand percent. You're saying, Mm -hmm. listen, I want to show up for you fully, but I Mm -hmm. can't do that. If I'm on E, Mm -hmm. I, I will come to all the things. I will come to the soccer practices and be on my phone because I'm not there fully. I will go to the dance recitals, the weddings, the parties, the things, and can't wait to break out because the whole time I'm there smiling at you, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm doing that wishing. I wish I had a clone of me. Somebody needs to go do the laundry. Somebody has to go get the groceries. Like I'm not even fully present anyway. And my man, my forever lover is catching it the worst. Because by the time I got home, I'm mentally exhausted, Mm -hmm. let alone physically exhausted. And I have nothing to give. Mm -hmm. And guess who's being hurt the most? Me, the same person who was afraid of doing the very thing that would give me the energy I need so I can be more present and more mindful and more alert. So a lot of the ways that I tell people to work with the reality that selfishness is good when used moderately and intentionally, not just like a blanket. Right. Like, I don't care. I'm gone. See you later. No, No. not like that. Yeah. Yeah. Only for the purpose of fueling. When you do it, you can enjoy your two days, your 20 minutes, your six weeks. You can enjoy whatever it is because you know that you're doing it so that you can be more selfless when you're ready to return to the world in that time. And now a word from one of our amazing brand partners, Love Every. I've talked to you about Love Every a little bit, and I'm back to talk to you more because right now I feel like everyone is in the thick of summer and ready for a little bit of a distraction. I know for me, I'm like, what do we do besides go swimming? Something that's going to stretch his mind, something that will motivate him, something that will keep him entertained, something that's educational and creative and all of the things, right? So I have been getting the play kits by Love every and they are designed by experts for your child's developing brain your child can really feel confident which is something i'm striving for so much in sunny i feel like confidence is really the most integral thing to instill in your child right now and the play kits 
also are sent for your child's exact learning stage so they have the right toys at the right time. It's delivered straight to your home. If you're concerned about their kits and how they look, you don't have to worry about the clutter and the chaos. They're super modern, so minimalistic. They look actually beautiful as accessories in your living room or playroom. The materials are safe and sustainable, thoughtfully crafted to deliver the quality your child deserves. They come every two to three months and they start at $36 a month. I've been using them since Sunny was little and they have really just stood the test of time and they come with so many different things. So they really last. All right. Enough about love every, but if you're looking for a little bit of something to do with your kid right now, which I'm sure we all are, activate free content tailored to your child's age and get a peek inside the play kits at Love Every's website. Visit loveevery.com. That's L-O-V-E-V-E-R-Y.com slash with wit to get started. That's L-O-V-E-V-E-R-Y.com slash with wit to get started. And now a word from our brand partner. Gut health and probiotics are super trendy. Timmy's trying to teach me about them all the time, but I'm like, I know. With everything labeled a quote probiotic nowadays, it can be kind of confusing and we don't really know who to trust. What is a probiotic really and which one should you use? Seed is here to set the record straight with science. I told Timmy because he has some gut issues to start taking this and he has seriously never felt better. I'm being honest with you guys. I've been telling him he needed a probiotic for a long time and now he's trying to teach me about probiotics because I put him on this good probiotic. I don't think so. Anyways, moral of the story is that we're taking probiotics and it's working, but not all probiotics are created equal. The daily symbiotic is the probiotic that you should be taking every day. It's a broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic. A proprietary formulation of 24 distinct probiotic strains in scientifically studied dosages. The two-in-one capsule protects probiotics through digestion to ensure delivery to the colon. Okay, so what does it exactly do for you? It supports benefits in and beyond the gut, including gastrointestinal, GI function, skin health, heart health, gut immune function, gut barrier integrity, and micronutrient synthesis. Seed is the first probiotic to increase folate production, and many people see improvements in digestion within only 24 to 48 hours, which can include bowel movement, regularity, and ease bloating. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash with wit and use code with wit to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's daily symbiotic. That's seed.com slash with wit and use code with wit. And now back to our conversation. What do you feel personally like fills you up? Like how do you take care of yourself? So there's a, a context to that definition that I gave. So the gift is an acronym, the personal yeah. intimate gift to create your joy. G-I-F-T stands for gratefulness, imagination, forgiveness, and taking action. When you create that space for you to be selfish, that's what you're doing for yourself is you're having a space where you can be grateful, but not hide behind gratitude. Because a lot of us do that. Oh, I'm so grateful for all of the trappings and the treasures or whatever it is that I have that how dare I ask for more? 
then you feel guilty about even wanting more. And then you're just beating yourself up for even being grateful for something. Like it's so backwards. A lot of that is both the religious and the parental scripts that Uh we have, depending Uh on the context that you come from. Uh The God that I happen to serve, and I'm a Christian woman by identification, says there is no limitations. You are the head and not the tail, the lender and not the borrower. That means that there is no restriction on the territory that belongs to me that was already ordained before I was born. So when you look at it from that context, is asking for more a problem or is it your birthright to want more? With your responsibility that your more is so that you can produce more grateful impact in the world. Right. Not just like I want more bonbons. <laughs> right. Like, right. Right. <laughs> right. This isn't like this isn't like a material. I want more. It's right. like I want more happiness or I want more, you know, time spent in the present. And like, how am I going to get there? More intimacy. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. that's part of the I and imagination is. Yeah. I mean, it could do for intimacy, but it's mm-hmm. can you imagine yourself becoming who you're meant to be without all the expectations that we're bound by? Right. Can you imagine right. like, oh, my God, the Whitney that is completely released in her full brilliance, the Nikita that's fully released without feeling yeah. like, oh, got to be home by four, you know? Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Make but sure like, that I do the things. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like so much of that is also based on us caring so much about what everyone else thinks of us. Yes. And I think that there is a wonderful aspect to modern day technology of 2021. But also, I think that there's always this need for feeling like what you're doing is never enough. Like, I'm sure you have some nuggets of wisdom for how we can stop comparing ourselves to other people. Honestly, that's in the F, the forgiveness. The forgiveness isn't about forgiving your ex-lover, forgiving your mom, forgiving your dad. All those things are important. But how about you forgive yourself? Yeah. Forgive yourself for being small to to make room for other people's bigness, for Uh dimming your ambition in your marriage because you love your forever lover so much that you want the best for them, that you shrink yourself so that they can get bigger and then you resent that they got bigger and forgot (laughs) all that you sacrificed. And I'm not talking about, you know, infidelity or domestic violence or any of that kind of thing. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about the fact that both of you are evolving and growing and and doing greatness, hopefully in the world, but one of you shrunk yourself Mm -hmm. and minimized your opportunity to up-level for the other. And the other has gotten trained because you trained them, him or her, you trained them to expect you to be small, to shrink, to lower yourself, even though you're doing superficially good things. And mm-hmm. most people will look at you and say, oh, on paper, they're amazing. But you're like, yo, I didn't even give 30% of myself. Right. Imagine if I did 50, 60, you know, or, or hundred percent, like you're completely unstoppable. So when people can really fully step into imagining who they can become, who they're mm-hmm. meant to become, then we can do the work for forgiveness, which sometimes looks like mirror techniques Stand in front of the mirror, (laughs) like legitimately stand and say like, I love you. I forgive you. You are worthy, Uh lovable, and absolutely crucial to the next element of release for someone else to Uh be able to break free from their limitations, from their binds. Like you are crucial. You saying that stuff to yourself every single morning while you're brushing your teeth? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I want to get into that. I want to get into how like really believing in ourselves is crucial to having a healthy, happy relationship. And then in a healthy, happy relationship, fulfilling years, you know, each individual successes. And like, I think that's, I think as you, uh, you get married, I mean, I have not been married for that long. We're going to be six years, but thank you. I think that as a couple, some of your fights become like your same fights over and over and over again. I think that figuring out how to like really enjoy my partner beyond just like the work and the, the like partnership aspect of it, which I'm sure you find too in your relationship, having worked with him for 10 years, like really setting boundaries for, for that. And then also just like how to find that spice, you know, and like how believing in ourselves can then add to finding that spice. I know that's like a two-parter, but no, but it's, it's so relevant. First of all, like working backwards, confidence is sexy, right? Yeah. When you are full and just, I mean, think about it for yourself. I know when you feel I know. good. Oh my God. Everything around you is higher vibration. Mm-hmm. You put on whatever it is. It could be a t-shirt and, and scruffy shorts whatever it is, or it could be something that is amazing and form-fitting and really shows you in all of your excellent power and femininity. Mm -hmm. When you feel really good and you just so much as walk down the hallway, your husband feels that. His Mm -hmm. pheromones are going all over the place. Your pheromones are going all over the place. That is how you create intimacy is you feel more confident. So Mm -hmm. you're more likely to flirt a little bit. To look at each other, right? Like even if, you know, the kids are running around and you know, nothing jumping off until, you know, babies asleep, right? Like, you know it, but there's some excitement in you feeling confident and sexy and and vice versa, because men have body dysphoric issues as well. Mm -hmm. So when they feel good, when he's not feeling like his COVID pounds, you know, have really made him not feel like he has the same level of endurance that he could before he had that extra 15 yeah, you know, or yeah. 20 pounds. <laughs> it makes a difference in how much he's going to come and slap you on your behind or just come and get close to you and act like he accidentally bumped into you when he was reaching for something in the refrigerator because he wanted to rub on you. That's yeah. just to get close. When you feel confident, all of those things automatically boost. Now, there's some undercurrent there. If couples are in the midst of a fight if there's a lot of conflict that's happening around them, I don't care how mm-hmm. confident you feel, that's something that has to be addressed. Like you can't right. pretend that, you know, these elephants aren't walking around in your relationship. Right. Communication intimacy is a real thing. Like people look at intimacy and think of just the physical, sexual. They might even think about the emotional intimacy of being on the same wavelength. And I'm sure you've mm-hmm. heard things like gaze into each other's eyes and hold it for 30 <laughs> seconds. And, and those are important, like small tactical things that you do, but that's not the real of what increases emotional intimacy, emotional intimacy, which is kind of the glue of all relationships that increases when you do have communication intimacy, you can yeah. talk about anything intellectual yeah. intimacy, when you can listen to a completely different point of view from your lover and not judge them mm-hmm. and be willing to, I don't have to agree with you and your, your conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. but, but you're still you a out. different person from me. Like we're not, yes, we're a unit, but we're not the same person. Yes. And like, you still have to respect their, that there are differences and mm-hmm. have the no judgment thing. But I also think the listening is super 
super important. Like I found that in, in my conversation with him, when I, when I feel really listened to, and I also feel like I'm really listening to him and not thinking about what I'm going to say next, or just like thinking about the future, like really being in the moment. I definitely feel after that, like way more connected. I think like people say communication is key. And I think sometimes that's such a broad term. It's like, but how are you exactly supposed to communicate? And I really think like starting from like what you're saying, the level of just listening without judgment, like start from there and see how that feels. You know, I mean, just remember when you were courting each other and you were dating, the the differences were what was attractive. Right. Right. And you hung on their words and you wanted to hear everything they said and get to know them so much more. And like, we're still evolving human beings and we should still want to, we still want to get to know, like, I want him. There's still so much about me that he doesn't know or Mm -hmm. of the person that I've turned into that he may not know. So yeah, it's important to continue to be interested in each other. Yeah. And some of the ways that we do that when, you know, cause I hear this a lot, especially coming out of COVID is like, listen, I can't even imagine intimacy because we just spent 15 months totally stuck in a a rut with each other. Totally. Um, So where do we create it? That's where recreational intimacy comes into play, Mm -hmm. which is a, a little bit of a pun because it's all about how you play together choosing games and activities that allow you to increase your emotional intimacy by sitting closer to each other. If we're working on a puzzle or playing pickup sticks, you know, go old school or jacks or, you know, Jenga, like that means we have to be physically like proximity. We have to be physically closer. Uh But if we're playing a a digital game on like a PS5, I mean, technically you could be on opposite ends of the couch if you want to, right? And it's not there's nothing wrong with playing games, but that's not going to bring you physically or emotionally closer together. That's just going to totally. increase your competition with each other, which is the opposite of what we want to do if there is a loop of arguments and challenges that yeah. we're kind of stuck in. I would also say the aesthetic et- intimacy of you know really valuing the beauty with each other, taking walks, being in nature, going for mm-hmm. a swim naked if you can, right? Like, (laughs) you know, doing some of those things, taking showers together. I tell Mm -hmm. all of our power couples, we have to start with one shower a week. I know y'all been married for however long, three, four, five, 10 years. You feel like you didn't see everything. There is nothing sexier than someone being in close proximity in a shower, not planning on like penetrating you, right? Right. Talking and rubbing and washing. And it's way more private than dinner table talk because right. dinner table talk is kids and you know whoever if your your right. in-laws are visiting there's all of that but no one hopefully that you haven't invited into that shower with you is in there yeah. with you and your lover right like right, to, right. to enjoy that experience and it does do miraculous things from a emotional behavioral science level it increases your oxytocin it lowers your cortisol i mean there's all kinds of if you're doing the right things it increases your dopamine right like there's yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. many things that can happen with just these little tactical moments things. that you share with each other which means yeah. being intentional and you can't be intentional about we time if you're not being intentional with your me time which mm-hmm. is what i call your selfish behavior right right right, right. what do you think about like watching TV on the couch together. Cause I feel like that's what Timmy and I resort to a a lot at the end of the night. Yeah. Sometimes it's, so there's no judgment. Yeah, no, 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 no. I want to know. 
Yeah. So there's the TV time that you just sometimes need because you're just exhausted from the day of all the playing, the work, the beasting out, all the things you've done. Yeah. You're, you're really just debriefing with each other energetically. You may not be talking at all, but it's just energetic. But if you realize that that's becoming a staple because you hide behind it, so you don't have to have the other conversations and to deal with the elephant in the room and all that, mm-hmm, then it mm-hmm. becomes an intimacy block. Right. Because a huge intimacy block is when we hide behind what we call pretend productivity. Pretend productivity are things that you actually need to get done. You know, washing the clothes, getting the groceries, you know, preparing the like meals. Like organizing. Yeah. Right, 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 but right. But you're choosing mm-hmm. to do it over something that really needs to be done. You're like, well, let me do this so I can be busy. Right. But I'm not really being productive because the productive thing to do would be the thing that requires my priority focus. Right. And your marriage, your relationship with your forever lover, it doesn't matter if your own marriage two, three or four. I know some people go through some challenges before they attract the one that's meant for them in this hour of their life. So there's mm-hmm. no judgment about that. Mm-hmm. But course. assuming that you're in a relationship to be immersed in it with that person without losing yourself, you want to be mindful of those intimacy blockers. The worst thing in the world that I say for all couples is when you say cute little things like, I need you so much. Listen, I've been with my husband for over 26 years. We literally Mm -hmm. were babies together. I don't need him and he doesn't need me. And we can say that with love and joy because now we choose to want each other. And that's when our marriage changed, when we could stop being cute about it. Like, oh, I need him so much. Right, 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 right. I want you. I'm phenomenal on my own. Let's not get this twisted. No, you're so right. Greater together, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that's so important to know because I definitely suffer, I feel like from a little bit of codependency. And I think that mine roots from losing my dad right before Timmy and I were about to get engaged. And so, so sorry. Yeah. So I feel like I have grown a little bit of codependency towards him to like Mm -hmm. really help me make decisions and like really just be that person that I relied on my dad for. And so I'm definitely working off of that and trying to own myself and own my opinions. And like, I am really consciously working on that, but that's helpful that you say that because I don't want to feel like I mean, obviously I do need him like, but, but there's a different way of looking at it. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. He's, he's adding value, hopefully yes, to yes, you as a course. human and a person. Yes. So in some ways you feel like there's necessity in that. What I would like to reframe it as though, is because he's adding value, you appreciate him. Yes. It's not a needing. You would be absolutely dope, amazing, gorgeous, and powerful, right? By yourself. (laughs) That is the reality, right? Yeah. And with him, you get to go to the next level. It doesn't mean you wouldn't have got there on your own anyway, but just like having a mentor is like a shortcut to success because they Mm -hmm. get to save you from making mistakes that could have been avoidable. Having Mm -hmm. a forever lover that empowers you, supports you, and adds value to you is kind of a shortcut to your next level. Doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you wouldn't get there, but you could avoid a few tribulations that aren't required for you to get there. That's right. That's all it is. And I will say when you're dealing with, and I honor your vulnerability for admitting like there's a little codependency that came out of your grieving Mm-hmm, for your mm-hmm. dad, which is a mm-hmm. long process in and of itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just be mindful that the person who fixed you is the person that you resent. 
So like even working with our power couples, we always say, I'm, you know, I am amazing and I have a lot of answers, but I am not a fixer. I don't consider mm-hmm. myself that because then mm-hmm. you'll resent me and you won't do what I need you to do is to, to tell your folk all the amazing stuff that I did because of the way we work together, right? It's like, I don't want to fix you. I want to guide you to the solutions and yeah, give examples and all that kind of good stuff to help them get there faster. But that's really important. So if Tim, if your husband is fixing you, you'll resent that at some point in your life because he'll look like the savior. Right. And like, he has to also, like, he has to manage my feelings right. and then you, you don't want them to manage your feelings. No. Yeah. It, it feels good when you're on the floor emotionally and you just right. need someone to pick you up. But when right. you are up and standing in your power and someone is still looking at you like broken glass, right. because that's now their role. That's, that's where they feel accomplished is in helping broken glass get put together. And it's a burden for them, but it's also not valuing where he could grow on his own without you and vice versa. So we can literally be powerful together. Together. That makes sense. And now word from one of our brand partners. The world is really racing to get back to normal and everyone wants to start meeting up in person again. But after the year we've all had, getting back to feeling normal really takes time. I've definitely had some social anxiety. I talked to my therapist the other day about it and I don't know whether it was about wearing the mask or just about having conversation about what's going on when everybody's been going through the same thing. It's really important to talk about the anxieties that we're all having as we're stepping back back into the world and really take the time to prioritize your mental health. Right now, it's more important than ever. I mean, the present time and any time is, but if you're out there feeling like this is all getting a little bit overwhelming and so much is being asked of you and you just don't feel like you're able to give it all, you should definitely talk to someone. You are really not alone. It's important to find the support you need to face those feelings and really move forward. Therapy has really done that for me. So Talkspace makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist who is really easy to match with. And you can schedule live video sessions all from the comfort of your device. You can start messaging your therapist the same day you signed up. And you don't have to wait weeks before your next appointment. You can go anywhere and take your therapist with you. It's so nice to have that on demand because you really don't know when that anxiety is going to come up. Whether you're a parent, a student, a millennial, or just someone having a hard day, Talkspace can provide the support to help you feel better with a single message. It offers individual and couples therapy in addition to medication prescription services. You can set goals with your therapist and they can actually help make sure that you're really progressing. And they will also help you develop tools to cope in difficult times. Start feeling better with a single message. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code WITHWIT. That's $100 off when you use code WITHWIT at Talkspace.com. Talkspace.com. And now a little bit about our brand sponsor. It's funny that we're talking about this right now, and especially with Coors Pure, because this is exactly the theme of this episode. But I, like all of you, feel the pressure to keep up a balanced life, right? Everybody's always looking for this sensational balance. You try to get a workout in daily, you try to eat healthy 
pretty much 100% of the time you keep up with the quote wellness trends and you really feel like you're trying so hard all the time. Sometimes the simple act of using a standing desk or getting a quick run in is actually like enough to celebrate for me taking a little walk outside or like even taking three deep breaths outside, meditating for 15 minutes. These are all things that we can do. And so those are the days you grab a course beer, an organic beer that's all about celebrating the wins of everyday life. It's organic, but chill about it. I am looking forward to drinking my pure this weekend. I'm recording this before 4th of July, but I am heading out of town and I want to be healthy. I want this to be more of like a taking care of me, self-care kind of a trip as opposed to just putting a bunch of junk in my body. So I plan to pack a bunch of six packs, of course, pure and enjoy it by the pool. I heavily recommend that summer is in full swing. And if you're going to drink, drink organically drink organic beer. Need I really say more? Go to coorspure.com slash withwit to see where you can find Coors Pure. That's Coors Pure, C-O-O-R-S-P-U-R-E.com slash withwit to see where you can find Coors Pure. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Albany, Georgia. And now back to our chat. So then how does it work with you and your husband working together? Timmy and I don't do everything together, but there is a portion of our life that we work together on. Sometimes things can get a little bit tense (laughs) because as we (laughs) mentioned, we're different people. We work differently. I don't personally think that couples are meant to work and be romantic together all of the time that, or maybe that just doesn't work for me. Like you said, no judgment. But how can we keep it from getting personal? Yeah, it's setting and communicating those boundaries from a space of expansion. If Uh you look at boundaries as limiting and restrictive, then Uh it it feels like punishment to each other. Oh, I have to put this boundary up so he would respect my space. Mm -hmm. I'm putting this boundary in place so that we can both have more space to do the greater work that we're meant to do in that mm-hmm. hour, which might mm-hmm. be, I close the door so I can take a nap and they know, right. understand that closed door means do not enter. Right. Let, right. Let mommy right. sleep or do not enter. Daddy's in a creative zone. Like let him be. That's um, really important to reframe like how you look at boundaries so that you mm-hmm. can create the balance that you intend mm-hmm. to have. And then also not feel bad about it too, because this morning he wanted me to review something that we were about to post on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I had a call the next five minutes and I needed to set up my computer and get mm-hmm. like all situated. And I said, I'm so sorry, but I cannot do this right now. So the to handle, you know, just this example in the moment would be, Babe, jumping on a call in a couple of minutes, I want to give this my full attention. Can yeah. I come back to you in an hour? And I mean, be honest, like you might not have looked at your calendar to say, but if you yeah. know that you're back to back for the next couple hours, don't say things like an hour. Yeah, then yeah, you're not yeah. honoring your agreements. Right. And and really for be realistic about what you actually can do. Absolutely. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. honoring your agreements is crucial for building trust. And you and I mm-hmm. both know you don't have trust 
you do not have a healthy marriage. Right. And you want right. to, you know, it's the small things. I said I would do the dishes. <laughs> yeah, you've been saying that for three days. I need you to honor your, it's those little foxes that spoil the vine. So just kind right. of being mindful. Mm-hmm. There's an acronym that's kind of funny that I use with all of our couples. So I'll share it with you if you allow me. Please, yes. <laughs> so it's spelled shaved, like shave, like you had to shave yourself. So it always yeah. sounds where when I'm like, I need you guys to shave each other. And they're like, uh, you know, this is a little, you know, no, thank you. <laughs> right? like, I'm open to trying some new things, some advanced techniques, Nikita, but I don't know what that was. So I don't mean it physically, <laughs> but it is a good way to remember it. So when you're in the bathroom and you see your husband's razor or wherever, you can just think to yourself, did I shave him today? Have I been shaved? So what the breakdown of the acronym is, is uh, S-H-A-V-E-D, obviously, mm-hmm. for those of you who are just listening to us, mm-hmm. uh, shaved is seeing. Have I shown that I could see my, I, you know, I call your partner, your forever lover. Mm-hmm. Do I, have I seen him or her? Have I heard them? Like really heard. So this is the, the actual active listening, not the mm-hmm. lateral or literal listening where you're literally listening for a space for you to jump in and right, fight right, them right, back right, right, or right. the lateral where they're talking to you and you're like, mm, got to wash the tub, got to clean the dishes, got it right. Like right, when right, you're right, in another right. zone, this is mm-hmm. active listening to hear mm-hmm. the other person. Have you appreciated them? That's the A. Validated, edified, and desired. So really looking at scene heard, appreciated, validated, edified, and and desired. Mm -hmm. And look at, have you done that this week? It might not be that you can do all the things that day because of the composite of your life, you know, the little Mm -hmm. people and your parents and visiting and new babies coming, but right. You know, have you done it this week and going over different ways you can do it. Tell me about edified. What does that mean? Yeah. That's lifting someone up. I didn't even know that word. Yeah, no, it's yeah. It's, it's a cute little e word, but that's yeah. all it is is lifting someone up. So if amazing. You, if your husband is playing with a, a new thing, it may or may not be work related, but he's doing yeah. something different, and you know, you know your man, you know when they're nervous about doing something that they might show to the world mm-hmm. because they'll, you know, shame creates secrecy. So they'll right. kind of pull back and, and do it almost in dark corners of their life. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. edify him in one of those things. Like, oh, like he's never been into design before, but all of a sudden he's like playing with different logos and you not know, like, yeah. hey, what are you working on? And he'll be dismissive. Like, oh, nothing. Yeah. It's it's whatever. It's, it's just a little something. Like, I would love to see it. I think what you, when you put your mind to something, like you are you just turn me on. Like you are so sexy and (laughs) it just makes me want to, you know, get a babysitter for the night. Right. And you can make it jokey and be playful, but that edified and it built his confidence, Mm -hmm. which is important Mm -hmm. and vice versa. It's not all about you doing this in one direction. It's a two way street. Reciprocity is required. It is not an option. You know, with our foundational programs, with the power couples, we have them do accountability work. And I always say like this, cause it's a pretty, you know, nice size investment to work right. with us as a power couple. Right. And like, do you want to get your outcomes and have your transformational experience where not only are you having multiple orgasms, which is a plus working with us, but yeah. you're also seeing like an increase in your business because sex does help you increase your sales. It's the mm-hmm. reality of how our, the transmutation of energy works and it gets it all into the energy science and all of that. Mm-hmm. But if you want to have those results, I need you to do the work weekly. This has been so much fun talking to you. Thank I you. I could Same. keep your brain for so long. Tell everybody 
where they can find you and how to access your books and everything. Oh yeah. The best place to go, even though the site is under construction, it still has yes. the whistles that you need is thigpro.com. I'm sure it'll be spelled at the, the yes, bottom of we'll the put speed. it in the link at the bottom here, everybody. Yeah. You can <laughs> access my calendar to have a joy activation call to see if there's alignment to work with us as a power couple or one Amazing. of the many other programs. Selfish is everywhere. Praise God is in 400,000 locations worldwide. That's so amazing. So just Selfish and Nikita, put it into whatever your favorite bookstore is and it comes right up. Um, Amazing. My memoir and a personal transformation story, not a how-to. So just keep that in mind before you guys traumatize yourself (laughs) with all the background. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Well, this was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. <laughs>